I dare you to watch an episode of WandaVision with mom because with mom? yeah, just try to watch one episode of it and just see if mom understands what's happening. Because I don't know. She schooled me on that Falcon show though. She was like, oh, that's so-and-so and that's someone else. She loves it. <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. This is actually the Snyder Cut episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. It will be no less than four hours, three minutes, and 13 seconds long. There's extra scenes. There's siblings that you haven't seen before. There's new villains, new character arcs, an entirely different theme song. Uh, But most importantly, it still has the core cast Becky and Lily are here. Wait, is it actually four hours long? Four no, hours, three really. minutes, and 13 seconds. I watched to the very end of the credits. I don't understand. Well, we'll get into it. But Lily and Becky, or Lily, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Countdown till I send um, mom and dad home from camp. Now, so, T minus seven them? days. Now, I, I assume they started packing a month ago because I remember when we used to go on a trip. There's so much stuff everywhere that mom, mom I'll just have start, to collect it for the next year. Mom would There's start, no way they're bringing everything home. Now you're going to be the one mailing things. You're going to know yep. how it feels. Yep, for sure. There's. I remember before camp, like mom would start laying out the socks and labeling things in April. Like after Passover, boom, you went to Schrader's. Oh yeah, after Passover, it's for sure, for sure true. Everything in the basement was turned into a packing zone. I really believe packing should only be done a few hours before you leave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how you weed things out. You know, it's what you know how you know what's really important. It's like how Becky moved here. You know, screw it, get it back at the airport. I mean, that's essentially what I did. Get a U-Haul at the airport. <laughs> Beck, how are you doing? I'm hungover from eating too much last night. I didn't drink anything. I just ate too much. And I'm severely like, have, I'm at, that has Stop to be a thing, delicious right? food. Becky I have a made, food hangover. Becky made kofta. Was it beef or was it lamb? Both. It was 50-50. It was out of this world. It was like having it from a restaurant. It was, well, and it had like a- Don't make delicious food and it you It sat in like a very, very light tahini sauce. And she then she just like whipped up some delicious salt and pepper chicken on the side with some roasted beets that was- For your like, children that will only food. eat, for your child that will only eat plain hey, chicken. She ate, she ate hey, chicken. she ate it. She, she ate, ate it. Chicken tacos. Your, your food was out of this world. I hear you're a good cook, Lily. And I remember not, I mean, eating your food. Not even remotely. Make a, you make a mean honey mustard chicken. No, I do. No, we make. Said I mean, f- facetiously by Becky. No, Allie mean? makes what we call Tia Lily chicken, which is the chicken with the paprika, the mom's old recipe. And it's mm-hmm. always awesome. Like, there, Sorry, when did you start pronouncing it paprika? I don't know. But I will say there are many times where Allie's cook food and I'll be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Make it like this again. And she's like, this is because I used your sister Lily's recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, that's great i do baked i do baked goods pretty well well that's I, if i do really say so good. myself that's that's really good i'm i i'm excited because you'll be here soon too yes i that's hope the plan. i hope if everything works well. out you're not moving here though you're just hanging out for a little while i mean longer than a little while but yeah i'm kind of kind of moving there well, for a little bit my office is has like a tower of He-Man figures, monster Aww. trucks, and Transformers waiting for your sons. It's really excited. Exciting. It's very exciting. I can't, I don't want to get my hopes up, you know, since the world is on fire, just in case. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've still sent you a care package. Okay. This week was a big week in the comic book, not movie, but streaming world because was we it had. Because yeah, I just feel like you. Deal. You, I feel like yesterday you were like, oh, someone should make that Falcon show. And then you <laughs> sent it to me and Becky. <laughs> no, no. It's been I've heard nothing. Like, no, no one's talked about it. I follow Sebastian Stan on 
Instagram and I feel like he's like posting a lot about his like romantic film that he's making or that he just made and it looks because yeah, he doesn't like have to market Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's no box. I office. guess he doesn't. It's a Marvel movie. People just go and see. They're like, I mean, people watch WandaVision. Becky and I can talk to you about WandaVision. Ian, how much into this are we going to go? Because I got to tell you, one episode one episode is out. So we've only seen one episode. And I have a lot. I mean, I have, um, I have nothing to say because nothing happened. But I have a lot to say about nothing. Okay. Well, I want to first start with Lily's questions about what's actually happening in the show. Because I feel like that's the best place for us to start. It was the first episode. We get to see a daring rescue by Sam Wilson, the Falcon, who's now working. No, no, no. Okay. Yes, a daring rescue. It's a one-hour episode. 20 minutes are spent on a rescue that presumably has nothing to do with the rest of the series. One, but it one, establishes relationship with the No, other. I have to imagine that. In that they're George just chit-chatting while he's on a rescue. The guy on the ground doesn't do much. Everything's established later in the episode when he's on his cell phone looking for, what are they, like Pokemon Go's, whatever that, it is. <laughs> that Pokemon <laughs> Terror. That's when the relationship is established and i let listen it was a super cool action scene i watched it i was like, I like i've seen it in a bunch of other movies no these see, effects are so cool it, it was great great but i'm just saying as far as like telling me what the show's about i'm still like that was 20 the, minutes of like a about, 60 minute episode the about, and there's no coming story. Back? The, is he the not show? coming back is who? who's is not he coming done? back who's done Chris Evans? Here. who who George St. Pierre. Who's George St. Pierre? Did you guys even watch the show? Are we watching who's, the same show? Who's George? He was like the biggest guest. Saint we were freaking out. Pierre. That's the only reason I thought you wanted me to watch the show. The show with Sebastian only, Shan and Anthony Mackie. Who's George yes. St. Pierre? Only the greatest MMA fighter of all time from Montreal, French Canadian. Oh. oh, is that who's one of the French it? guys? He was like that big baddie. I, think I can't believe they just, only no, only for that scene. Already, he, hasn't he already? I don't been, think those. Hasn't he already been in a Marvel movie? Maybe I don't know. I don't watch. I think so. I was. guess that scene was more important. It was, and I guess yeah, he, it's also, that scene was in another he was movie. Already in, in Captain America: Winter Soldier as a villain. The, just so you know, in the okay, movie. so they took that scene from on. another movie. I knew it. No, no, I have a question. In addition to the fact that his superpower is a backpack with wings, which is no, fine because he's obviously a great soldier and a great pilot, so that's fine. Yeah. In the movies, did he have his like mechanical sidekick? Oh like yeah, the- yeah, Red Wing. That's and in the classic comics, Red Wing is like a like a robot falcon. So I actually saw that and I pointed that to Ali. I thought she thought it was pretty cool. I was like, is oh, it like an R two D two thing? It, it's a drone. It's like a predator drone or something like that. I thought that was amazing. I just feel like they keep showing us ways in which he needs help from robots because he's not a superhero. But that's what makes him cool. He's like a he's he's more of like a Mission Impossible type character, James Bond kind of character. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm Which fine with I, that. That's what this show is, I think, going to be more like. It's going to be more like Captain America Civil War and Captain America Winter Soldier than the more cosmic, surreal, Avenger. magic powers Avengers movies. This is two guys that are... But I just want to say, as far as like telling me what the show is about, the first 20 minutes are a scene that I don't think are what the show is about. And then by the time that whole first episode end, ended, I'm like, that was a full hour. And I think I got like one piece of information i first of all firmly believe that that opening scene was a declaration okay that marvel is when it makes action tv shows because look it's gonna do it we watched another marvel show that was three straight episodes very artistic very interesting wandavision i really liked it but three straight episodes yeah but I mean, it's Shai, really you refuse to watch it. It's so like kind of cuckoo bananas. It is so much fun. But it's not. Uh, it's the. I mean, which is great. It's not the same as the other Marvel shows. It's no, no, no. It's I like the Truman okay. Show. Listen, way. I appreciate how intense and like 
clearly with this show, they're telling us when we do a show, we're still making it cinematic. We're still making it like our movies. Yes, I feel like they spent a lot of time. I want to point though. to trying to sell when Bucky is in his therapy session, and they have that like very weird angle of just like the corner of his eye, and then the corner of the therapist's eye, and they I just like keep that. cutting. See, I don't like that because I'm like, you're trying so hard to tell me that this is cinematic that it just like let it. Just give me the information at a certain point. Do like just a nice shot, reverse shot. Show me you know how to shoot it. It's about I had the, I did so hard to tell me it's cinematic. Yeah. I get it. It's you're not just an average TV show. You're Marvel. Cool. But, but Marvel Cinematic Universe aren't cinematic. They're not artistic. Like you don't see an angle. I don't know if no. It's, it in that like it's not going to be shot like your everyday TV show. It's going to be shot like a movie. I think it's very That's similar I mean. to the opening of The Mandalorian. In fact, I think from an effects standpoint, this was even cooler. The opening scene of this was even cooler. See, here's what's great about The Mandalorian. Even if you only get one nugget of information in each episode about the overall arc, you're getting an adventure in each episode. Well, this was a lot of... This was, I will say, a this was an of talking scene about of a lot that, of... Like repairing that boat. Like, should well, they repair no, the boat? Should they sell the boat? They're talking about the blip. aren't millionaires and the economic and, the, and social yeah. impact of five of i don't I know the world like, freezing for five years you know to yeah, me. Sure, yeah. but i also feel like with the boys you know like he why is he getting a cereal deal like i feel like it's weird he doesn't have more money <laughs> it makes no sense. boys no but that's part tony stark is well like, i will say like why didn't why can't like he just the, to, like, the superheroes the and the boys have all these deals which i'm not saying it should be like that but i feel like someone should have given falcon like a nike deal or <laughs> I don't know. But Falcon's Frisbees a soldier. What, what he's also, if he's working for the Air Force, frankly, he should be like making a lot of money as a defense contractor. But I mean, right? either either way, I also think what. Pepper but it also, it kind of showed like it showed the, us employed Avengers. It showed us some of like you know his not such like it's showing his imperfections. The idea that he's coming back into this being idealistic and like and also really hard on his sister and not hearing what his sister is saying of being like, I was alone for five years as a single mom. I'm just trying to survive. Like I was a little bit like Falcon, you're, you're not listening to her. Like she's being very clear with what she needs and you're saying, you know, better. I was like very much team Sarah, right? That's her name. I was team Sarah in that whole argument. Cause yeah, man. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't bet against Falcon, but oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, I was, I, I don't was think listening. that was a team thing. I think that was just a, I was just imagining what it would be like if we had to deal with like a family legacy and that kind of issue. I feel like that's very stressful. It is, but again, it's very stressful. But like, how is he going to be working? Like, this- I thought you would have more money. And I'm like, so did I. <laughs> like, why isn't she dipping into his it, bank account it, for the last five years? It is true. What's happening? I, I do wonder why Pepper Potts, like who now runs, presumably runs Stark, you know, is not cutting runs. checks for all these guys for right. saving it, the world. It, I mean, to be honest, like when you think about um, people in a post-Civil War society, one of the, the big fears you have is like, what do you do with all these people who have been fighting the war? Like, you better get them jobs. Otherwise, they're going to be like at home with PTSD and lots of weapons. So like there is something to be said for like where this guy, although I will say also it's strange to me that even in a cold hearted economy like the United States that like banks don't have any, I mean, I guess with 5 million extra people showing, 5 billion extra people showing up, the economy's messed up, but I don't know. You'd think you'd have something. I feel like that banker was awful, but like you're right. I I get I get like the message that they're sending too when she's when she makes it clear like she brings race into it. Well, so I'm obviously not, like, the bank guy yeah. was racist. I mean that was right. Also like part. I'm not gonna like obviously pretend that that wasn't a very important issue that they brought up. I'm just like like Becky said. I feel like there was a lot in there and nothing at all at the same time. No, so I get I get that they were know, okay. I, I get that they were laying the groundwork for us to understand this world. Like they're creating Falcon's world. So I appreciate like all the stuff with the sister and the boat and the bank. What he, they need to do with right now with the series is that we're not in the Avengers world. We're in Falcon's world. So show me what Falcon's world, what the rules are, what is happening, what's the foundation. Yeah, and and I think one of the messages, uh, one of it, the messages of that is, is that Falcon almost saved the world and people are still racist towards him. And I think that is, that is actually a really like yeah. you know, hammered home really well. Sure. Yeah. But my issue well, with this, my whole... issue is like, what's the show about? 
The show's about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, fine, whatever. It's but my title. issue is more like that there's so many of these, like, what's Falcon's world like? What's Peter Parker in this version world's like? And, like, what it, like, yeah, I still can't figure Parker out how when this? he went back after five years, his high school friends were still in high school. Like, no. I can't. No, because they blipped with him. All of them? That's so convenient. No, some, but some were older and some were some younger. Were That's whatever. why that young guy like, is you gotta, like, the, Mary, Mary Jane. So his, like, best friend and Zendaya blipped with him yeah yeah some people disappear convenient okay i just there's a lot of worlds that we have to like unpack and i would have been just happy with a captain america one because that was my favorite story from the beginning i know i love cap yeah but this is like the captain america story right this is, this I is, love so Sebastian Stan. Captain I'm America. Does he have superpowers, or is he just an actor in a well, suit? Well, so first of all, that's Wyatt Russell. Um, Kurt Russell. It doesn't look. It doesn't look him. like him at all. Well, you can see that little face when you see it under the. But so U.S. Agent, uh, which is who the character is, like that. I forget the name of the guy. That's oh, I get it. U.S. Agent. Got it. Right? Agent. Was I was a, like, reading it. U.S. Agent. And I'm like, you've been like a gent, like a gentleman in your text. U.S. agent. U.S.A. gent. All right. I have, it, I have like his card somewhere. He was like a replacement. He should separate the U.S. and the. Like he was Captain America for a little while, but I think there's different variations of him. Like, like he may turn to be like, I'm curious if they're going to make him like a Homelander type of character, like an uber crazy patriot. Or if he is going to be the actual U.S. agent became one of the Avengers. So it'll be interesting to see. If so he, he has superpowers. I, I don't know what they're going to do with this particular character, but it's possible he's some kind of, you know, maybe not the full super soldier serum because they've never been able to use it on anyone really, but Captain America, but it could be some other kind of. Okay. Give me some explanation of what is actually, what is Bucky actually up to right now? I don't okay. understand. He's making amends. So Bucky, well, 70 years program. of the cold war was he would have his mind wiped and then Hydra or the Russians or whoever would send him out to assassinate people. Among the people he assassinated, which is, spoiler alert for Marvel Avengers Civil War, and the whole point of that movie and why that movie is so great, and it annoys me that Lily never finished watching it with me. I thought it was Winter Soldier. Uh, well, Winter one? Soldier we saw all together, but Civil War, oh. the whole point of Civil War is you think the bad guy the entire time is going to be that Baron Zemo, or Zemo is his name. He's Later he'll be Baron Zemo, but Zemo, played by Daniel Bruhl, that the whole point of what he's doing, you think, is he's going to unleash new super soldiers on the world. But the main thing that he's working on that whole movie is to get Iron Man and Captain America in the room. He hates them because they destroyed Sokovia, his home, in Avengers Age of Ultron. To get them in a room and reveal the fact that Captain America's best friend, who he has been protecting when he was an assassin, one of the people he assassinated was Tony Stark's parents. So mm -hmm. the baggage of who he's assassinated was a major thing because that is when Captain America and Bucky basically like crippled Iron Man right. fighting for their lives again. Right, him. and they like run off together. And that, that I will say that it's pretty cool that the Captain America movies are still my favorite. So this is the fallout for Bucky after he's lived in Wakanda. He fought in, you know, the, the Infinity War. And now Bucky is getting his own story to be like, okay, now how do we deal with the consequences of Bucky who has murdered people, sometimes murdered people who are relatives of his friends, like the, the nice old man. He was brainwashed. He yeah, he, and he'd have his memory erased and then re-brainwashed. They'd thaw him out. They'd send him to kill. Mom was like, we should watch that movie again. And I was like, he was bad and now he's good. There you go. <laughs> three hours so done so my theory is that they are going to uncover something you know scheming and bad maybe daniel brule will come back as zemo because he never That's got to be like his guy. full character like the zemo in the movie is just like a dude but zemo in the cartoons is like a purple mask and anyways so my my, my theory is that something like that is i mean going. He, he's cast in the show isn't he? Is he? Yeah. If he is, then that's amazing. Yeah. Then he's going to be. And then yeah, my big hope is that, and this is a real long shot, although I did see like an article that suggested this might happen, is my big hope is that we will see one of my absolute favorite um, villains ever from the X-Men in the uh, 90s because the X-Men world is now technically owned by Disney. So like as a way of sort of slipping it together, 
is Omega Red, who was a like Russian project version of Weapon X of what Will Wolverine was. And instead of like claws, he has these like amazing tentacles and a big red headband and a ponytail. And he's just like a monster. And I would love to see Bucky and um, Sam Wilson have to fight this guy because it would be an evenly matched situation. Bucky is strong. He has the same super soldier serum in him that As... Captain America did. Yeah, Captain exactly. America. And he has yeah. one robot arm. But his new robot Which arm, is why I believe, he wears was gloves. made in Wakanda. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Is that in any of the movies? Yeah. When mm-hmm. he that's... talks about his time in Wakanda? Yeah. Yeah, that's in Infinity War. We saw that mm-hmm. together. When they go, when when um, Captain America is looking for allies and he goes out to Wakanda for help because he knows, I believe, because he knows Bucky's there. And then they say, get this man a shield, which is like maybe one of the greatest, like, moments and like that makes my hair stand up i don't love the infinity war movies but that moment makes my hair stand up okay who is your mvp so far in one episode and what do you predict i've already laid out my predictions come on this is hey, but okay I, i'll predict something understand? but remind me there's a ba- there's the bad guys are the people that want a stateless world well that's what they think they are who knows who they are well i don't know that guy had some low-key stateless hair. world or like a borderless world Right. He had a he had Loki hair, so well, which Loki, wouldn't make any sense for it to be Loki. But Loki's but getting his could. own show soon too. I'm just saying his hair looked like Loki. You get a show, and you get a show. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> do I get a show? That's a, I want to actually want to see that. My prediction is that the bad guy from this show and Loki have the same stylist. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So my MVP. Let's remember Don Cheadle shows up in it. Oh, we have Bucky. We have Falcon. We have Falcon's sister. George St. Pierre. <laughs> George St. Pierre. Oh, uh, we have Falcon's buddy, who's the one with who's doing Pokemon Go to find the bad guys. Well, he's a great, um, but who's your MVP? You're just listing characters now. Bucky. You're just trying Bucky. Okay. I I want Sebastian Stan to be amazing in this so that he can play young Luke Skywalker. Because I have this vision of this Luke Skywalker show where like part of it is old Luke Skywalker telling the story. And then so we get Mark Hamill and then Sebastian Stan is young Luke Skywalker. I'm thinking about why Bucky, why I said Bucky. And I said Bucky because when we we have the Falcon introduction, we have the Bucky introduction and Bucky's character, I think was, I mean, disagree with me, but there just seemed to be like a lot more depth and dimension. And Falcon Yes, he's dealing with the fact that he was gone for five years. He's dealing with the responsibility of saying he's not going to be essentially the next Captain America. There are those two facets. But I think his like positive attitude, it's going to be okay. I'm going to make it work. It just felt very like, I hope they develop him further and give more depth to his character and help us understand his motivation more. Um, and I hope it's not falling into some, you know, terrible Hollywood um, trope of like the white character is so much more multidimensional than the black character. I hope it's just that they're they're giving us, they're showing us who he is right now in this thing. moment. And that over the course of the series, they're really going to evolve and grow him and have us like understand kind of what he's going through emotionally this, with having series. The series does have to play catch up with Falcon because he has been an awesome character, but a side character with not much backstory. Whereas Bucky's backstory is inherent to what makes it. He was uh, he was Bucky in a whole movie right. before he reappeared as the Winter Soldier. Right. So anyway, so I'm just saying like Bucky has so much more of a track record with so much more having gone. Granted, he's also 109 years old. So, you know, or 106, 106. years old, whatever it is, 106. So I'm just saying, so right now my MVP was Bucky in the first episode. And my prediction or my hope is that over the course of the series, we're going to get a really strong arc with Falcon. We're going to get a lot more depth and he's going to, he'll, I'd like to, to feel like he, you know, that same sort of epicness for him as we did for Captain America. My hope is that Falcon, who in the comics, Sam Wilson is Captain America for a little while. My hope is that part of what Sam Wilson does in the journey we go on is him accepting the greatness that that Steve saw in him, that, yeah. that frankly, Bucky saw in Steve, I think, if I remember correctly, like that 
and 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 going and taking up the mantle as a version of Captain America. Like, and that Captain America isn't about the super soldier serum, which is, I think, another really important thing. Steve Rogers was a superhuman, but if he wasn't that character who's not only his integrity, but the arc that Steve Rogers grows on, yeah, from like you know, um, super boy scout to sort of like anti-establishment hero is amazing. And yep. I think Sam, ha we have the opportunity to do that with Sam and Sam realized, realized that there's a journey he's going to go on and that, no, it doesn't have to be the winter soldier just because he has superpowers. Like actually. It, what it is the winter soldier has negative connotation. Well, the, the winter soldier was Bucky's like name when he was a bad guy and he was assassinating people he was this like mysterious guy who would appear and be thought out and appear and, and be frozen and then thought out so it's really should be just called the sam and bucky show i mean i would watch the sam and bucky he can show. reclaim winter soldier he could reclaim that title i and, guess you know i mean i guess he will i do think it's odd that they call it the falcon and the winter soldier because i thought he was just falcon falcon Falcon. Falcon. It should be called Falcon and Winter Soldier. Also, isn't there a famous movie, Falcon and the Snowman? Or is it The Falcon and the Snowman? I know, Maybe people love putting movie. thes on movie titles. Wait, let me see. The Falcon. I don't know, but I just realized that I his Instagram is filled with stuff promoting the show, and I probably thought it was just another Avengers oh, movie. here's the <laughs> so play. I, I so there it. is a movie. I bet you this is somehow connected to this, but there is a movie that stars Timothy Hutton and Sean Penn called The Falcon and the Snowman. Right, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That is a Cold War, I think, spy movie fr that from the eighties. So maybe it's a play on that: the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Falcon and the Snowman. <laughs> like maybe, like who knows? All right, moving on from this. Now I'm gonna sort of like have you guys interview me because I I, I have promised to do a deep dive with Tony and Brian on take two, but I don't know when that's gonna happen. So we'll just do a few minutes on you guys asking me questions about the four hour, three minute and 13 seconds of the Snyder cut. When you called of... me and started talking about it, I immediately stopped listening. What? <laughs> so... Let's start. Okay. First question. What is a Snyder cut? Okay. So the first question is this. When Zack Snyder, who directed the Man Superman Man of Steel and directed Batman v Superman and had sort of been given the keys to the visual style of the DC extended universe. This I actually know. Then he had to leave. Then he had to leave for like a hu huge tragedy. His tragedy. Family, a yeah. child passed away, which is horrible. Yeah. And so they handed the movie over to Joss Whedon to finish. Now terrible things about Joss Whedon are, are, are being alleged um, on, on top of the fact that, you know, Joss Whedon, who was a darling with the first Avengers movie, it seems the like fan community has gotten tired of Josh Whedon's like tricks, which are like the quippy dialogue and the sort of like winking at the camera. And 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 so it seems that and I did not see the original version. People really didn't like it. They felt like it was I mean, to short that it was like you know, now who knows what studio meddling happened? Maybe they were just like, look, Joss, come in and fix this. And then we're cutting bait on this thing because it's a mess. Like, who knows? But fans for many years demanded the Snyder cut. They believed there was a cut that Zack Snyder had made and they wanted to see it. And conveniently, Warner Media needed to get people to sign up to HBO Max. And the DC universe is one of the things they have going for them. And this, you know, Snyder cut, which is this, you know, four hour thing that kind of like where else could it premiere is exclusively available on HBO max. And therefore it, it became the perfect bait for people to join HBO. Now I will Did say it? this movie, it does not <laughs> run like a normal movie. I think of it more like a season of a TV show because it has chapter markers. Like there's part one, part two, uh. part three, part five, part four, six. And then wait, after part six, there's a half hour epilogue. So at three and a half hour movies, there's a half hour at the end. That's like basically a bunch of deleted scenes kind of strung together. They're not even in the same continuity. Like one is a dream. One is Lex Luthor on a wait, boat. Wait, no, with is, the Snyder Cut, like did anything have to be reshot or this was all in the original script? It, I don't, that's what I don't it, understand. It seems that I read an article on Vulture that said that a lot of it was rearranging things that were already there. 
a lot of it was adding visual effects, like uh, adding visual effects, like redoing a lot of the visual effects to his liking. Now, who knows? Maybe Warner's skimped out on the visual effects the first time, but they completely redesigned the villain, for example, um, Steppenwolf, um, not just the band that gave us Born to be Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and they added the villain Darkseid, who is essentially just to like shorthand, like Darkseid and Thanos are basically the same character. One, well, not the same. They have slightly they have different motivations. Um, but one is the Marvel version, one is the DC version. I, I think even the DC version, Darkseid was created before Thanos. But anyways, it was like one of those situations like where both were like, we need a big space demon. And so he does not even appear in the original cut, but they gave him like multiple scenes and he doesn't like get into the fight, but there's a lot of like ominous visions of him and visions of him like fighting in the future, whereas he was not in the other movie at all. So um, there were apparently some reshoots of like one of the deleted scenes, but there was also no footage. Apparently anything Joss Whedon shot was removed from the movie. Wow, really? The score was totally changed. So Danny Elf, Joss, there was this guy who scored the movie. I feel like his name is like DJ XL or or DJ XY, something like that. And and he had started the score on Zack Snyder's version when when um, when uh, what's his name? When Whedon came in, he dumped him for Danny Elfman. Zack Snyder brought him back and he wrote a whole new score. I have to tell you, this is one of the worst scored movies I've ever experienced. Like, I don't know, maybe Danny Elfman's was bad. I mean, although he is the guy that gave us it's, the Batman 89, I mean, like Elfman and, is and, and all of Tim Burton's famous. movies, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I found the, like the Snyder cut score is one of the most oppressive things I've ever experienced. It's just like a lot of noise wow. and then like Gaelic lamentations. Like, <laughs> Why so many times you... in the movie you see the you see the um the subtitles say lamentations because like Wonder Woman they don't fighting, know how... and then they go like eh, right? so um so there's a lot Jeez. of there's a lot but... of that but wait wait so I want to just wrap so I haven't given you my reaction but I'm just telling you these are the changes there's just the explanation but, of but they also added as long a lot as the more movie. they also la- added a lot more character stuff so like the Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg all got way more screen time apparently but what, what i'm trying to understand is does that mean they went and shot new scenes with them no. or all these scenes were shot but they just never like this never this was like the them. original script they, and it just was edited completely differently i mean i don't exactly know the answer to that but i'm guessing all of these scenes had to be were, were not just like scenes of dialogue in a kitchen they like had the flash's suit and aquaman's aqua stuff so like these things probably cost a ton of money to finish and they had to invest in what is it really like who gets i mean i'm i'm so sorry he had to drop out when he had to drop out but like talk about a do-over i mean he deserves it like like put it this way i didn't see the original my reaction to this movie is this was a totally fun superhero it has stupid things in it like and it has Zack snyder things in it like it probably could have been three hours just if they didn't do every scene in slow motion right like there are scenes in slow motion that are like Lois Lane crying. And then when they do the super fast scenes with the flash, they do those in half the speed of the slow motion speed to make you feel like it's going even faster. Who's Lois Lane? Lois Lane, she's, she's married to Superman. Cause there, there's no. a whole- Thank you. I oh, mean, Amy, Amy, Adams. Plays her. Amy Adams, she was the same. Really? Right. So, yeah. so here's the thing. So number one- it blocked th- that one of those movies that I saw out of my head. Th- this movie to me like, comes in. I just right don't know what the, the continuity movie. is anymore of these movies. This movie. So comes then, in who's right Robert in Pattinson? He's a, a new Batman that's playing a younger version of Batman. It's that's not part of this timeline. I, I don't know if it's part of this timeline or not, but DC is not as hung up on having all of its movies be in the same timeline. Like they have Joker, they have the Nolan trilogy. So Ben Affleck is Batman in this timeline. Yeah. And. And and so what I will say is that this movie comes How in is, while it's long. Is that instead of Christian Bale like being recast as Ben Affleck instead of Christian Bale? It's not Ben Affleck recasting Christian Bale. It's in this version of the DC. Oh, universe. because the Nolan is a closed, separate. It's a closed. Thing. It's an open and closed thing. Exactly. Like Michael There's, Keaton is a separate. It, thing. It, it, okay, got movie. it. Got it. And, and DC really embraces. Marvel's going to start doing it, I believe, and I'm guessing WandaVision leads us to that, but. DC has always embraced this because they have the television universe, right? So they have had like, there's already two people who play the Flash concurrently right now. 
Um, how, how much of the film, like what percentage do you think Superman is in? Oh, he's barely in this movie. Ugh, see, you lost me because I'm all here for the Henry Cavill, but if he's well, barely in it, then he's only at the end because he's dead for most of the movie. The dead the guilt that he dies. He dies at the end of Batman versus Superman, which is which maybe is he dies. Bringing bringing this back to that text you shared when <laughs> that like once that someone tweeted, like I'm just gonna tweet random. I'm gonna text random yeah. numbers and be like Batman's better than Superman to some random phone number. <laughs> but what oh, I don't understand. Wait, that. first of all, how could you kill Superman and why would you exactly. kill Superman? Exactly, and she's like, how, how would you kill Superman? How and why? Why would you bad. kill Superman? Oh, God. Batman v Superman is like such a bad movie. But why would you kill him? What does that serve to kill Superman? So, Becky, first of all, Superman died the in the 90s. This is the worst conversation we I've ever had in my life. <laughs> he died in the 90s? In the 90s, he got killed by Doom. Yes, I remember. Don't you remember the cover of that? Yeah, of I that, have um, from then. Comic? So, so Superman yeah. died in the 90s. And so it's been done. They completely butchered the story. And it's like so fakakta how they got there. But I will say they did the revival pretty cool in this movie. Um, and my theory, like my overall theory as to why they killed Superman is that I think that like the people don't really know what to do with Superman. He's so superhuman. And people are so like into batman that, that they like they have to kill superman to have the other character but is he bad or does he just get killed by a bad guy yeah, he, he, i mean in the snyder cut he comes i don't want to ruin it for you he's not good right i'm now. never so, seeing this movie i might watch it ever i feel um, like it'd be like something i'd so, watch over a six month period so the other thing is the other thing that is i think so this movie to me would come in right at the middle of the marvel movies like this is a solid movie it's definitely the it's definitely up there with Aquaman and Wonder Woman, meaning like it's it's far better than the other two Zack Snyder movies. Like maybe Zack Snyder should have given multiple chances, like three or four chances on Superman and Batman v Super, or he should have just had Joss Whedon put them out and have them be a mess and then get all the credit for changing them back because this one was totally good and left me wanting more, which Batman v Superman and Superman Man of Steel made me never want to see like a DC movie ever again. So it, it's definitely more in the first Wonder Woman. But the other thing is that the cast is so amazing. Those actors are so good and so charismatic. And they're so like Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck and Ezra Miller and Jeremy Irons as Alfred and Amy Adams as Lois Lane. Like yes. these um, Momoa as Aquaman, like they bring it. Like they're amazing and they're funny and they're fun. And it's kind of like Thor. Sure. Thor taught me that like, Chris Evans, uh, Chris, yeah, what was his name? Which not Chris Evans? Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth is like a great Thor, but those movies were garbage. Just like, I'm just like, okay, we'll just wait around until Taika Waititi or someone who really knows how to make one of these movies makes them with the same actors and it'll be good. But is that what this is? I don't think so. Well, I sound I, like it. I mean, maybe this they'll make more. punishing. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. This movie benefits from the fact that Wonder Woman, Aquaman, in particular are so much fun to watch and so have their had their own movies to develop in although aquaman hadn't come out at that time but like they have their own personality that they're not weighed down by the bleak and sadness of like the rest of this movie and it was so dark my kids watching it they said this is like as dark as a mandalorian episode we have no idea what's happening right <laughs> you need like a special tv to watch these type of shows um, but i movies. would recommend it i give it a high rent um i don't know if i would be a buy for me but it's definitely if you said this is the greatest movie you've ever seen in your life i still would be like i'm not sure i'm gonna watch <laughs> no, no, no. i kind of love how you described it as like really long and like mostly okay um, horrible music. really long feel, and mostly okay i feel like that's the kind of thing i can do right now <laughs> like and handle something like that because i would just watch it in like like I like would watch a half mute. hour, I turn it off, terrible. I'd forget that I started watching it. Two weeks later, I'd be like, "Oh, let me see like the next half hour." Like I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, and watch it like with subtitles because the, the 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 score is the hymns or whatever. It like is. we're never like I will say if the, the people who the made limits. this movie ever listen to this podcast, we're never going to be forgiven for what I just said about that score. But it's. People are like the nerds. On I think the you got to be honest. Like, well, I think I'm, it's okay to not like something, be but yes. also acknowledge the fact that 
this is what the director wanted and they worked really hard on it and they worked really hard on it some of the parts is like is actually quite good the whole is like quite enjoyable and during the big dramatic ending the music was actually pretty good but like i'm a musician and i have my reactions but i don't take away from the talent of this person or the work that went into it and the fact that this guy redid the whole score like this is the second time he scored this movie totally cool totally cool but i didn't enjoy it. okay um let's go to our shout outs and rex lily what do you recommend what have you seen lately um so we are watching what maybe second season of a show are you watching that perhaps you have to what? give your brother and i told you show before i haven't finished it yet we're losing some of the audience on the second season because beginning so, of the second season is slow but i'm telling you lily when i tell you the like, conrad brothers oh, no no i'm off, all in no no, no. i I'm obsessed. They, will, they so will regret it. I, but I'm just saying that like the first finish is so strong and it's so brilliant that I think like the beginning of the second is the other audience members are wavering. I am all in. I love it. And I'm at the point where I'm like, if it, you're not into it, don't watch it. I'll watch it by myself. Don't care. Um, that's Patriot, Amazon Prime. Prime. Um, but I we're, we're finishing the season one of the show, The One, which is again like sci-fi murder no uh, sci-fi in the sense of like like technology but it's like modern like life it's just this app that can find you your one match genetically it's like the one person that you were meant to be with by science like wise and so it's probably unlikely that star-cross lover uh, the person you married is probably not that actual person but that could be someone living on your street or someone living in another country and it's like a 23 and me if you give your dna they'll match you up if that other person happens to have given their dna and so it's it's interesting and there's a murder mystery kind of aspect to it um it was it's fun if that you're into that kind of thing and then um i'm sure becky will want to talk about this too but um shy you have to see moxie moxie is one of the better if not best like teen movies i've seen ever and it's so timely um and fantastic and kudos to amy poehler man like knocks it out of the park once again um that was a really really great movie on netflix and uh the short film that you asked us to watch is great oh they have i'll I'll talk about that you'll talk about that in a second and um that sums it up i guess oh friday night dinner i peed my pants last night watching an episode like I, I couldn't episode, breathe. Which My husband just like videotaped me and mom. How like, also was that? He's on the family chat. I need that. Um, I was just like, my chest hurts. My chest hurts. Which, which episode? Like, where the grandmother's boyfriend comes to dinner. Oh. And he oh has God. a Hitler mustache. <laughs> and, and he gets on the phone. And when uh, Adam goes, no, what's the, John, what's the brother? Johnny. Adam and Johnny. When Johnny goes, who do you think he's talking to? And Adam dash deadpans goes, Mussolini. <laughs> like it was dying um that was one of the best episodes that, that arc with the, is... that with the boyfriend is actually really really pays off we're waiting to start season four i think with i think season five season five whatever yeah. the new jackie is the one that that ever episode is you're watching with me um so moxie i watched moxie this week everything lily said i highly recommend but i actually Lily, the way you're describing the, the, the show, The One, reminds me of this movie from 2009 called Timer, which is the same right. premise, which is fabulous. It's a, That's a great movie. Little, I think that great movie is better Justin than- Justin Timberlake and his magic watch that takes No, 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 no. This is about, so the, the, no. the premise is very similar that- you, That movie is, I think, better than this show. Yeah, so the there's um, a, a new dating app dating company where you can go and get this digital timer installed in your wrist and if your perfect match your soulmate has also has had their timer installed then your timer will start counting down to the moment you will meet them and it's this whole and it's really cool and the whole idea is like should you get it installed if you get it installed what if it says it's 50 years how do you live your life what if it says you know it's 15 minutes and you're married with two kids like there's so you kind of each character goes through their own arc of getting or not getting their timer put in um but what's interesting is that the woman who wrote and directed that and i've always thought that movie was 
so original, so well done, just like a, oh, and I love that it was, I remembered it was made by a woman. I just looked up her credits. She created WandaVision and wrote all the episodes for it. So oh, she's wow. the head writer uh, and that's creator a, of WandaVision. That's a so that just cool like, coincidence. Oh, makes me feel so good. Oh, Jack Schaefer? Yeah. Jack Schaefer, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know any She's of the writer of the movie, movie Timer. And I think I she directed it too. I sure want to see this. She yeah. wrote The Hustle, show, yeah, which we saw in She theaters. wrote and directed it. So I, I really do. And Black Widow. But again, it's part well, of the, the hustle was care. called well, "Dirty Rotten Scoundrels." Yeah. Right. Anyway, so uh, bring it back. So to I will Marvel. give an an. Oh, she old did. School. She wrote Black Widow. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for that movie. I think that's going to be a good movie. So, um, well, now that we know it's written by her, well, and honestly, I'm only three episodes into WandaVision. It's cuckoo bananas. It barely starts to make sense by the end of the third episode, but I'm so excited to keep watching, and I've only waited. Really? Because we started it with Shy, and so I feel like we should keep watching. But I was about to text you like the other you night and, and be like, "I started it with Vlad. It isn't that we started it with Shy. It's you, we let we we Shy, stopped what we no, were doing to Shy watch. Shy started it. Shy started it with Vlad and me. That's so now I don't want to watch. I was going to text you the other night and be like, "Okay, everyone, watch episode four, and we'll like meet up for episode five. But I was like, I, mean, I don't I think Shy do plays by those rules. Well, I mean, no, I can totally do that. All right. Kind of so that's I what episodes when I sleep. How do you think I got through the Snyder Cut? That's what I'm, that's what I'm watching. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to give a huge shout out to this short film that Hiller stars Hillary Barraford, uh, who uh, another of the amazing people I encountered on Clubhouse. It's called The Hit. And it's like a, com- uh, to me, it was like, it, 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 it's a throwback to screwball comedies, but it's, but it also reminded me of like that 90s, like violence humor, like that mm-hmm. dark humor. It's not uber violent or anything like that, but it is about an assassin who falls in love with the person who she is trying to assassinate. I won't say anything else, but I thought she was hilarious in it. I love the pacing. Uh, I love the music and the the dark comedy of it is just so up my alley. It kind of reminded me of Four Rooms. Uh, I don't know, Lily, if you got that vibe, but like the, especially the Rodriguez and Tarantino rooms in four rooms, it reminded me yeah. a little bit of Yeah, that. I yeah, when you said like, and the, and the dark humor too. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. It and so I recommend fun. that there isn't really a place to see it, um, but uh, I hope when there is a place to see it, again, it stars Hilary Barraford and it was directed and written by Jason A. White definitely uh check that out when you get a chance and, and hopefully we'll we'll get we'll get advised when that's more widely available and we can we can direct people to it in the future but shout out to them that was awesome all right becky where can people follow you at paper bk princess on twitter and you can follow me not me because it's actually lily's turn to talk and i just that's I, okay i got like a weird headache in that one moment and my body was just like eject <laughs> <laughs> say all the things you usually say, Lily. Um, Lily at uh, the Twitter, Chichi K Gomez, C-H-I-C-H-I-K Gomez on Twitter, and Lily Corman on Clubhouse, but not in a West Coast time zone because I'm never available. Like when I wake up to feed the baby in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, look what rooms are available to listen to. Back to sleep. <laughs> Cause it's all, cause they're all happening while I'm in the middle of my night. So we need to get some Spaniards on there. There you go. You should start you can use a market right there. Maybe you're right. Uh, well, you can, you can actually join the Friday night movie club on clubhouse. We have our own club. It's actually growing. I'll put the link in the, uh, it's actually growing quite a lot, which is awesome. Uh, we're going to do some live events at some point, like some chats, maybe, maybe discuss a movie or a show or, 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 or something like, or play some of our signature games. Uh, actually, it would be a lot of fun if we did a Friday night movie game night and we just played like buy rent men, cast away and, and comparathon and stuff like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. What do you think? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to do a Friday night movie game night at some point. If you join our Clubhouse Club, you just just look for me, Shai Corman on Clubhouse, and then find my club, or I'll put the link to the club in our show notes this week. Um, and uh, Becky, by the way, is becoming quite the Clubhouse maven. She jumped into a room. She jumped on the stage. Becky, and- I feel like you you sorry, Becky, you wanted to say something about Shai on Clubhouse, and I thought you were going to say it before we wrapped no, I up. Forgot. Um. I, Wait, I still like have to do like, all the things. But like, I just want to praise Becky who like jumped into a room. Wait, um, are you sure she's about to like 
No. Eviscerate me? Why do you yeah. have to ruin my moment? Why do you have to ruin my moment, Lily? Let, me, ahead, let me receive so, the praise. So, so Shawnee Suiza, who is a podcaster and and sort of like the clubhouse queen, she is hilarious. She does these rooms that are really irreverent and funny and really encourage the audience to play along. And so she was she just was doing this every everyone's or everything or your right awards or everything's right awards where you just get to come up and say something that like you feel like you were right about and everyone applauds you and you give an acceptance speech. And Becky, like I pulled Becky in at the last minute as I as I used her as part of my answer. And then she gave her own answer. And I thought she crushed it. So I want to tip my hat to Becky. Yeah. Her performance in in Shawnee's. I did notice something a bit strange as I've been going into more clubhouse rooms with you lately, which is that you often make a point to let people know that I'm your biological sister, which leads me to wonder how many people are you just referring to as your your sister? sister. Exactly. Because I don't like have like other siblings I name using the word sibling brother no, or sister. But, but for example it's a very Lon's, unique Lon's okay but that's one human being but Lon's so what's happening that you need to say it every no, but Lon's, time Lon's, if Lon's was there I would refer to Lon's as like my podcasting sister or she would call she calls me her big bro you know I want to make sure people know that I'm not being facetious when I say like these are like I appreciate the clarification, like, but it's real it's, siblings. Thank you. Oh, okay. I appreciate like, the clarification. It did throw me off. Oh, does it like, sound weird? I won't do it anymore. It doesn't you. sound weird to other people, but to necessarily, but to your me, I was like biological sisters. I'm exactly. like, does that mean he's going around just claiming lots of other people as his sister that he needs to differentiate? No, I or realize that. Or do people think that he might have like an actual adopted uh, sister? Uh, but he's also, also and like exactly needs to like, say that we're to, the biological one. The reality ones, is, is that now I'm and his adopted how, one isn't. Now I'm realizing how <laughs> stupid this is because, like, so like, what does it matter if you were or you weren't my biological sister? What I'm really trying to say is, is that like we are from the same nuclear family unit that we grew up in. So we maybe I should. Couldn't you just say this is my nuclear sister? My my little sister. Oh, I guess maybe not. Maybe I mean I don't know. I'll keep. Well, I'll, we'll keep workshopping it in the different rooms. That's right, what we'll, we'll, do. we'll come up. I with think it. people right. are like, "Wow, I feel so bad for Shai's adopted sister." <laughs> is <he> like, it's <laughs> like no, very specific I had an about blood sister. I you're, I would probably be more sensitive than I would. I would just refer to Becky as my sister because um, would be equal one hundred percent no matter what. So we're just letting you know, okay. as your biological sisters, we think as it's your biological weird. sisters. I have I an opinion that, on this. I think that. <laughs> People need to understand Becky and I don't look alike, you know. Lily and I, we have at a this point, face. we're both uh, we're pretty soon you're gonna be able to open up my phone with with your face. We're getting <laughs> we're getting pretty close the way Lily can, like it's we're getting closer. Um, all right, all right, let me finish the show. Follow us, join our clubhouse room, and have this kind of conversation. We'll play our we'll do a Friday night movie game night, uh, soon. You can um, follow us. Uh, you can follow us on or follow me at Pancake Four Table, Pancake in the Number Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram, or you can go to FridayNightMoviePod.com. Don't forget to rate and review us. More importantly, don't forget to check out the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and Equal Justice Initiative. Two really important organizations that we are um that we are supporting as a family uh with that the theme music will come from what does it eat and we will dance our way into the afternoon have a wonderful day bye guys love you bye talked about snowpiercer the tv show on this because i don't want to watch it the movie was good but like not enough for me to watch more right like who's gonna watch a whole show about that even though paul bettany's wife what's her name i love her
Speaking of Paul Bettany. But I mean, like, yeah, like, your name what, from the what are we going to learn in a whole show about that? Like, that rich people are horrible? Like, we are. No, but like, also, that. like, the movie ends with the train stopping. How many seasons of the show are you going to watch without the train stopping? 